Hello, Ecos family, and welcome to episode 16 of our little mini healthy living series. This one is called Cleanup Continued because I want to talk to you a little bit more about the cleanup process when it comes to stepping deeper into the healthy living topic. I hope that you've listened to episode 15 because episode 15 I encourage you to start the cleanup process. The cleanup process is all about just getting out of your pantry, out of your kitchen, out of your laundry, out of your household, all the things that would be harmful to your bodies, whether it's by consuming them or inhaling them. So today I wanted just to follow on with that. In episode 15, I touched a little bit on the testimony of when I was diagnosed with cancer. Now, when I was diagnosed with cancer, the final time when it was terminal, I'd already been struggling with cancer, you know, just in and out of remission. And for years I had been battling cancer, as they say. But when the turnaround came was when the cleanup process began. So I mentioned in episode 15 about a friend who came and just threw so much out of our kitchen, leaving it bare, um, because there was so much in our kitchen that was actually harmful to my body at that stage that was fighting for life because there was so much wrong. I had like um, an imbalance, tremendous toxic overload, which was a surprise to all of us because I thought that I had a healthy life before then. I thought I thought that healthy living was just part of what we did. But I was rather shocked to find how much had crept into our living with regard to additives and preservatives and just harmful things that I didn't know were actually even part of our daily living. Um, for, let me give you an example. You know, I used to buy bread, and then we discovered that there were some harmful chemicals in the bread, but I didn't know that before. To me, bread was harmless. It's just, you know, flour, yeast, water, salt. There's nothing harmful about that, daily bread. But when I discovered what had been done in the process of making that bread, as in bleaching and adding additives that were harmful to give the bread longer life and all of those details. In fact, let me not get too caught up on those details because I did do a little slide presentation explaining the harmfulness of packed bread that we get at the shop. I mean, I'm just using bread as one example. You can imagine there's many, many, many more, but I'm using just this one to emphasize how what we thought was a harmless thing actually became quite a harmful um, item, you know, a source of food to us, which seemed harmless before but then it became harmful because of us understanding what had been added. Um, I did mention in episode 15 that you can go and watch the slideshow of that. It's on the Oikos website under Oikos Live Archive under the video tab, and it's episode 11. And the actual thumbnail shows a picture of the wheat and the title is grain. So it is a unusual title for what I'm talking about. It's not actually bread. It's all about the grain. But anyway, if you want to go and watch that with your children, I'm hoping that you will then see, I'm sharing with you, for you to see that while this simple item of bread became a harmful, one of the harmful items in our home. So once we got knowledge and we learned about that it was harmful to us, we then started making our own bread. And that has just led us on quite a journey. We started sourcing 
whole grain. Then we started sourcing it organically. That's another whole topic, organic. I'm going to come back to that in a moment. But organic obviously is good and fresh and pure, and it doesn't have all the extras in it. So as soon as you say organic, people immediately have thoughts about that. But I hope one of the thoughts is it's good, it's goodness. But then there's the other thought of, oh, but it's expensive and we can't afford it. And I'm going to come back to that, okay? But just to go on with the bread, I just want to say that just by making that one change in our home, what started happening is I started feeding my body with whole nutrition and not giving my body things that it was making it very difficult for it to conquer the cancer. Okay, so the cleanup for us was very, very much a life-threatening situation. It was life or death. I know that sounds dramatic, but it actually was. So that is why cleanup is where we started and how we saw the effect of that on my personal well-being, followed by our daughter who had a chronic illness, and then it just continued to trickle through the whole family and then beyond that. So now, because we gained so much from this journey and learning about the importance of cleanup, and now sharing it with you on this podcast, I'm hoping you're going to be able to receive what we did through this amazing lesson and this journey that we were on. So to come back to the organic topic, I just want to encourage you when you go to the grocery store or when you are switching from chemicals to organic, that you're not afraid to go organic because it does seem that some people, what I've heard, I'm just telling you now, my own experience, immediate thought was it's expensive and how can we afford that? But then I realized I'm not alone. A lot of people feel and think that way. But then I did my own little survey, (laughs) my own little research on this topic and I discovered something, that when we ate a slice of bread that was homemade, it was full of nutrition and we were well satisfied. But when you ate bought bread that was refined and processed and all those things, it didn't have much nutrition left in it. And you would have to have quite a lot, a few slices before you felt satisfied, that you felt in, you know, nourished and your body felt well for having had that bread. So, yes, the organic flour was literally five times the price of um regular flour, you know, just refined flour, which is horrendous. But we ate five times less. So now I'm sure you can discover from that, I'm sure you've already done the maths and realized that actually you're eating less, which means you're not running the risk of weight gain more as, you know, as much as you would be if you were eating refined food. So you see, this is just one tiny little um, aspect. It's like one of the small little values. It's, I'm calling it small and little, and it seems wrong because to me it was great, but it's only one of the very, very, very many that followed from us converting from living chemically to living more organically. So if we carry on with the organic topic, I can tell you that it just continued. If you looked at what a packet of Carrots cost that were organic carrots, they would double the price of um, the cheaper carrots, okay? But then the flavor of the organic carrot and the 
the, the sense of well-being when eating it is like you just wanted to savor it because it was so sweet. And you're like, wow, we never knew carrots could be this sweet. Okay, so I just jumped into carrots here because it was what came to my mind at that moment. Um, but I could just go on and on and on with all the various different vegetables. And the habit is, the habits are hard to break the bad habits. And so the habit is just to get the most convenient and the cheapest and the most affordable And that's what I want to talk to you about is if you've got some bad habits, try and break them. They take a while to break and just try and um, not be afraid of going with the more expensive route because I hesitate to say more expensive because in the end, it's actually not. If you think about it, if we are making our own bread every day and it's a loaf of bread is lasting a couple of days and we're giving nutrition to our bodies versus getting the cheaper, quicker route but not giving nutrition to our bodies and saving some money. I'm sure it stands to reason that it's better to not go the cheap, the quick, cheap route and actually cause yourself harm and your children harm because in the end, that is going to be more expensive. Because you can have doctor's bills. Okay, so now I'm standing here talking to you on this podcast and I suddenly thought of another testimony. I thought of the a testimony of somebody that was staying with us and how she was on a lot of medication because of all kinds of conditions she had. And in fact, the conditions were a result of a chemical crisis in her body. And when she started clean up, what happened? First of all, she had to break some very, very bad habits. She put an enormous amount of processed um, ingredients in and on her food, and she had to stop that. And so food suddenly was bland to her, and it didn't have flavor and all those things that people find a bit difficult with this adjustment when they're doing the cleanup. But the result was that she didn't have to continue with the medication She didn't have as many doctor's appointments. She didn't miss out on things as in places she should have been when she couldn't be because of health, because of uh, abdominal migraines and all kinds of conditions she was suffering from. So the way I see it is that actually living that way, the quick and simple and cheaper route, actually was ending up costing her more. However, it took some time for her to be able to see that for herself and acknowledge that because first she had to break the bad habits and the transition across wasn't easy for her. She found it very, very difficult to, for example, drink water instead of Coke. It just came to mind because I remember that being a struggle. But eventually what happens is you find that water is so amazing and you so enjoy it and it's refreshing and it's lovely and and it's actually difficult to drink Coke after after you've drunk only water for a while and then you go and drink Coke. Then your body speaks to you and says, oh, no, this, there's something wrong here. My body's not happy with this. And you start to listen to your body and and discover for yourself what it's making it feel well and what is not making it feel well. Now, I know this is a long process, but in in actual fact, I'm going to just cancel that and say it can be a long process. It can be very quick, 
But I think, which either way, it is a discipline. And it's going to require some discipline. So I'm just thinking that this podcast is about helping you with that discipline, helping you be convicted that you must do this. You must do this for yourself. And you must do it for your whole family and even for your budget and even for the big picture. Don't think that it's too expensive. In fact, I have somebody that has said to me repeatedly many, many times in my life that your health is your wealth. And I just stand here today absolutely as a testimony to that. And I can witness with that. It most certainly is a very true statement. So please, whoever's listening, please, I'm asking you to consider these things very, very, very seriously. Because if you can consider them and start making the changes, wait, I just want to say there might be some of you listening that have really made a lot of changes in this regard. But I know we've been conscientious about this for 20 years and we still are needing to make changes. So it feels to me like it's a never-ending process. And I'm very excited when I discover something that, you know, we need to change. It's not daunting to me anymore. Like, oh, no, I don't want to give up that. Here's an example. Let me give you an example. Ice cream. Ice cream is yummy. I like ice cream. Now, some people can't have ice cream because they are dairy intolerant or something. And others may not be able to because maybe they've got a condition like diabetes or whatever it might be. But anyway, I couldn't have ice cream when I was terminally ill. It was just one thing you don't do. You don't feed your body sugar when you've got cancer because cancer thrives on sugar and you don't want the cancer to thrive. You want the cancer to die. And so sugar was out. But our daughter made a homemade ice cream with natural ingredients and it was so much nicer than the bought ice cream. So now... Which one do we prefer, bought ice cream or homemade ice cream? And which one's healthier for us? So why don't I leave you with this? How about going and doing some internet research, go to Uncle Google as we call it, and see if you can find some substitutes for the things that you might need to give up um, or that you should give up or that are better for you to give up. This is an actual very, very important tip. Whenever we've had to take something away, we've always replaced, tried to replace it with something better. Back to the simple example of bread. You stop buying packet bread and you start making homemade bread. So you didn't give up bread. You just gave up the bread that was not so good for you and you replaced it with something that was good for you. Now, you might have some resistance in your family because somebody might in the family might go, oh, but they like the soft and fluffy and other bread that you used to buy and the bought bread might be heavier and not quite the same texture and so there might be some difficulties with that. But if you've taken the, your children on the journey of showing them the nutritional value that they're getting and how the cells of their bodies are going to celebrate when they can have nutrition instead of putting chemicals in and, and that you, the parent, are not happy to put chemicals in their, your little precious darling's bodies, you want to give them wholesome, healthy food, and that's what you must be responsible for. So if you've taken your children on that journey and taught that to them, well, then it shouldn't be as difficult to transition, to go from what they used to to something better. So 
there is a lot for you to think about and a lot to focus on. Um, until I speak to you again at the next podcast, where I'm going to continue on the topic of healthy living. But I think that is plenty to go forward with for the rest of your lifetime, actually. So thank you so much for listening. And I do hope you would have found this podcast to be very, very helpful and valuable to you. Until the next one. Bye for now.